Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. High tea and high noon. Deputy Chief Justice Zondam can't be the nice guy anymore. Couldn't spin the story not even half a circle without slicing through the rubbish. My name is Tony Curry, and this is this week's Acumen Media Report. Yeah, and it's uh, time for our <coughs> media report, Acumen Media Report. Tanya Khuri is online after having done all the funky things uh, through the microphone. Tanya, how are you doing? I love, I really love that intro. <coughs> it really makes me happy. It means it's the end of my week, and we're early this week, so I'm even happier. But what a week it's been, Shafika. We say that almost every week, but really this week was just downright weird and filled with double standards. That, that's the title of the Acumen Media Report, yes. is Double Standards, a South African Story. And and it starts with Boulders, uh, Boulders Mall in Midrand. Really, it was when I was working at my previous organization, that was our local mall. Um, so it was a little bit shocking for it to see it come out there. But we were confronted with a new ism uh, this week, and that's tribalism. As a Ndebele-dressed man was turned out of the mall by a Chwane man saying that he was inappropriately dressed when he was in full Ndebele regalia. Apparently he's an Ndebele activist. Uh, Maslangu, I think, is his name. And he... Um, <clears throat> Uh, uh, Jose Mapunyani made him leave the mall. I opened up because I opened up Twitter because Kicks was trending, so I automatically assumed here comes the racism story. Um, I was wrong. It was a tribalism story. But then, like, I couldn't work out what the fuss was about because uh, the pictures I saw and the video I saw was all from the back, and it looked like this man had gone and got dressed over a long period of time and made the huge amounts of effort with his outfit. But I need to find that in the front of the outfit, obviously, as is part of the tribal dress, there's very little in the front. <laughs> and yeah. then I was confronted with a different question, like, would I want my niece and nephew to be walking around a mall with a guy that's dressed and essentially, and I don't want to be disparaging, but a speedo, you know, like, and then I thought, but that's double standards, Tanya, because women wear tank tops and hot pants and they're, they're welcomed in. So, so this wasn't even really a tribalism story, I don't think. I think this was 100% double standards, I think. Don't you? Uh, just confusion uh, in, oh. in, in one sense. Um and what I think made it even more confusing, uh, and unfortunately I have to use these terms, it was a black manager yes. throwing another black man out of the mall yes. um, under some other kind of moral imperative. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Yes. But it certainly is, is very interesting. I, I, I'd like to see um, the, the traditional dress of the person who was thrown out, how traditional his dress was, according to whatever group he, he belonged to. That would well, be interesting. Well, apparently he's Chwana, and I mean, the, here's the thing, is the woman taking the video, when he said he was Chwana, she said, oh, well, that's even worse. I mean, like, it, talk about devil standards much. Here she's fighting for the Ndebele man and telling the, the manager that uh, that his tribe was much worse. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure what was going on there, apart from a lot of a lot of confusion, so much so that the EFF turned, it turned up and then realized that it was not a racist story, and then promptly left. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's uh, when I saw when I saw that story unfolding, I sort of thought, "Oh boy, okay, here we go." Um, yeah. 
And yeah, yeah, we have a whole different ism. Apparently, it's called xenophobia if you come from outside the country, and it's called tribalism if it's within the country. Isn't that stupid? Yeah, it's just, in fact, it's it's like, as you say, it's double standards, it's, it's hypocrisy, it's confusion, and it's yeah. chaos. Um, I mean, constitutionally, um, uh, the, the, you know, you have a right to wear your traditional wear. Absolutely. I mean, um, was the man with the long beard and the thobe and the kofir thrown out because he was dressed like that? Was the woman with the, the niqab, was she thrown out? Yeah. Or, you know, or was a young Christian lady wearing a crucifix thrown out? No, they weren't. They weren't. They so, weren't. yes. And, and, and this is the truth. That that's the truth of the matter. I often wonder, like, where this brouhaha comes from. It, it was, and, and really it was, when you compare the, the rest of the contents of the week. I mean, State Capture Commission, it wouldn't be an Acumen Media report if we didn't talk about Zondor, right? So yes, this and, week uh, was very, very, very lit as those people who are younger than me say. I mean, we started off with SARS in the spotlight when we learned from Johan van Lochenberg that this institution had an international... It was an international flagship for European countries as to how we dealt with our illicit cigarette trade and how we managed to collect tax so efficiently. And it turned out just to be a cesspit by by the time the rogues were done with it. And I don't mean the rogue unit in, in this instant. Um, and then at the same inquiry, we saw Advocate Seleka finally have his moment with Anoj Singh to the point that Anoj Singh's counsel stopped the proceedings. And said, no, I think we should better come back this next week once we've established that about that piece of paper. Yeah, he so was sinking. That, uh, that didn't go well. Yeah, and Nodge Singh was was really sinking. He was flying like the Titanic, yeah. wasn't he? Um, and he was. He looked. Uh, uh, sorry to say, but he looked unkempt. He looked like he hadn't slept in a very long time. Uh, he good. didn't look like the cocky Anoj Singh we've seen parading into courts uh, often and dropping off paperwork. I mean, I don't know if you remember that a while back at the Eskom inquiry. Yeah, you see, the thing is that um, uh, Durzani um, Zuma says he will never go back to Zondra again because he got grilled. Yes. Zuma is determined we'll not go. to go back yep. again. Um, yep. That's another story. Uh, mm. Anod Singh is not happy. And uh, what about Dalian Porfo <gasps> on behalf of Tom Mayani? Um, now, Dalian Porfo is, is a showboater of um, a legal brain. That's all I can say. And he tried to play the race card right at the end, and it backfired. Oh, badly. And it badly. backfired badly. Yeah. Really badly. I mean, for those that are running with headlines that said that he told um, uh, uh, Gordon's counsel to shut up, it was worse than that. And Gordon to shut up in and front of he, the judge. And he actually, like, if you watch it, he was actually telling the chair to shut up, too. You know, like, it was it was appalling. I mean, I watched the whole thing, as I do, because I'm hooked on this stuff. Yes, I watched it a couple of times, yes, and I was fascinated <laughs> by it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I had to rewind it. Let me see that bit again. But, I mean, he was, firstly, he was disorganized. He was arrogant to the core, and he was downright rude in his cross-examination. And let's remember why he was there. He was there to cross-examine Praveen Gordon for being condescending to Tom Riani. So here he was doing exactly the same thing to not only Gordon, but also to his counsel and also to the DCJ. And with all those factors combined, like he took what is firstly, I mean, he did. 
have an exemplary reputation. I think over the past year or so it's diminished. Um, he had an exemplary reputation. He is a silk. So he's meant to be a master of his craft. He then attacks another silk, well, well recommended silk, in that. And I just feel for the people who looked up to him, you know, as really excellent in, in that profession. He did nothing that was excellent that day. And Praveen Gordon lapped it up. Well, I mean, well, yes, I, I animated mean, facial expression. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, um, he couldn't get the better of, of Gordon first time no. around because he, he wanted to paint Gordon to being an Indian racist because yes. he told Tom Miani to grow up. Yes. Um, spurious grounds for racism, I must say. Yes, um, oh, I would say. I'm not, not like Adam Habib. Now, they were all agreed. Yes, no, no, that definitely. <laughs> but, I mean, it really was. Uh, and, and he was playing an old record. And I think uh, that's a lesson to anybody in the legal profession just be careful the clients you take on because if you haven't got a case to argue, you haven't got a case to argue. Quite right. And, uh, and it's, it's going to be apparent. I was asking myself. Yeah, I was asking myself: Is Mopofa now just taking the money and, and trying and running? Yeah. Um, but he really damaged himself quite badly. He was a disgrace yeah, to the legal profession. I, mm. I've never seen anything like that in court in my whole life. I must yeah, confess. Anybody saying? Sure. I mean, well, even Zodno said he's never seen anything like it in his whole life. And he threw the bar at him. I mean, he literally read read from the bar and said, like, you are not allowed to do any of this stuff, and you won't be allowed to do it in the court ever again so this is the second time i mean the first time to, but this time he just he just had nothing to say but battery you know like he just went Oish. full on yeah. and and you know by the same token as well like Praveen Gordon's not easily intimidated. I mean, this man, yeah. may, he's a numbers magician. He makes SAA disappear and reappear with a clean book and, a, and an 8 billion rand bailout. You know, that's the kind of level you're dealing with. So you're going to have to go a long way to intimidate him with a couple of words. Um, but then, you know, at the same time, we were then virtually transported to constitutional courts where a magnificent advocate put across the request for a final, 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 absolute final decision now on, on Zuma being arrested. Um, and, and you know, you look at the two and you compare it and you, you think, Dolly, what did you just do to your fellow um, uh, professionals? You know, like yeah. horrific. Absolutely, um, yeah. Tanya, then, we're running out of time, but I want you to talk about Gomedi's dress. Go to court in a better dress. She goes to court in a dress that she probably wore maybe um, at some opening or something, or maybe to Sona, I don't know, but going to court in a dress like that? Oh, my word. To think, like, okay, I could, I didn't even go there. Like, I was, by the time, my hand is so sore, I got bitten by an eel under under the water, so I've got stitches. So by the time I was talking about Gamede, I just had <laughs> enough. I'd had enough of Gamede, and I've also, I also had enough of, of eels? Um, Slim Kareem leaving us and saying that it was like... <laughs> He made me laugh, said how, like, it's time for him to move on to other commitments. In other words, you made your reputation. This is a horror movie. I'm stepping out, drop smart. That's what he did there. Like, we could talk about all of those things and also how black hair matters for boys. I mean, did you see that video? That was something horrific. Uh, but we're just so filled with double standards that I want to please focus at the end of, the, of, our, of our session on how winter is coming, guys. Um, it's cold, the, the snow has hit the Drakensberg. 
we have to leave a, leave behind this politics and this hatred for one another that is just untenable. A blanket, a couple of tins of food are going to go an awful long way in the next few weeks, in the coming weeks. And I myself have been the subject of really great kindness when I had this mishap underwater and the whole of my community stood together and helped me regardless of background, culture, race, creed, whatever. Um, and and I, was, I was literally made to feel like I was so much um, at home in this little community that it restored my faith in Ubuntu. And if we just stop focusing on the politics for a minute and focus on those that need something in the next coming weeks, I think the world will be a better place. And indeed, the potato bass has just told me that the eel says he's sorry. Well, he better be too, <laughs> black cheek. <laughs> All the best, Anya. Thank you very much. Salam alaikum, everybody. Stay safe and don't carry cold drinks. No cold drinks over the long weekend, huh? No All cold right. drinks. Okay, <laughs> take care. Bye, bye.